0: Good morning, Twelve Hour Broker Podcast. Ryan Wiley here, West Coast Wiley here, ready to talk, ready to get real on this podcast. Not like we don't get real, anyways, but this is just another version of let's like let's call a spade a spade, okay? Too many times, this business gets overcomplicated, you know, being a mortgage broker, and too many times you get in your own head and you're thinking like how. There ends up being too many things to do, and then you end up doing nothing. Paralysis, by overanalysis, that old saying. And I see this with a lot of brokers where like, there's literally a very simple plan staring you in the face as to how to run your business, but you want to overcomplicate it. I do some coaching with people, and we lay out a plan of what you need to do, a color by numbers. Follow this, 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 and you will get this. And it will solve that pain point. People will go on their own journeys. And they'll go off the grid. And instead of coloring box number seven green, they'll color it purple because they think it does a little thing over here. A little better and it's a little more. And that's okay to some degree, but not on the foundational pieces. My thoughts always, if someone else, there's not a problem in our industry that has another person hasn't faced, and solved, and put a model together to overcome it. And so just like look around you and copy something. And so much like where do I get business from, this is the number one issue. If you were to like pull 10,000 mortgage brokers, the number one pain point is lead generation. Right? If you're doing $60 million a year of business, that's not yours. But there's 8,000 people who are doing small numbers. And that is their pain point. And we've sort of done these polls, and I've seen them done, and I've talked to a lot of brokers. And it comes down to lead generation. And lead generation is as simple as finding the avatar person you want to work with. And so you have to identify who that person is, so then you can put a plan in place to go find where that person is. Right? If you're just out there trying to talk to everybody, that's okay. You're eventually you'll get some traction. That's pretty much what a lot of people bumble through. And sure, you might get to where you want to go. But if you want to get to where you want to go quicker, you have to identify what types of people you want to work with. And it might I'm not saying you have to get as niched out as, I only want to work with trade workers. No, nope, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you need to have some sort of identity of who you're going after. So it could be... I'm going after, as easy as, I'm going after A clients. A clients, provable income, good credit. My competition is the bank, but I know where these people go. I want household income of 150 to $200,000 plus, and they've got down payment. You know, they've got their shit together, essentially. I want to work with them because those people, in my opinion, I'm not saying this is my opinion, I'm saying this was you, I'm working with them because, in my opinion, they've got their shit together. They're going to understand the amount of time that I could save them. And that's what it's going to come down to is they've got a busy life, kids, and time. So I'm going after those people. As soon as someone comes in that world with a you know bad credit, self-employed income that's not provable, mostly gross stuff, low net, um, some other type of client comes in there, you shush them away, and you go, I'm only going after these people. And then it becomes, where do I find these people? okay, are these people typically on LinkedIn? They're typically white-collar professionals, I would say. Right? You don't have to go, hey, I'm only looking for accountants. No, I'm not saying. It. That's like next-level ninja stuff. But you want to identify the stuff you're looking for. So then you go, okay, well, what areas do those people live in? Who knows those people? Which realtors focus on that type of person? Which Facebook groups do those people hang out in? Which, that becomes your issue now. Now it's not like, where do I get business from? It's where do I find the avatar client I'm going after? Okay, so there's, like, this is a serious plan. Like, people don't talk about this. This gets talked about in the digital marketing world, the marketing world, every day. This is like one-on-one stuff. But in the mortgage world, nobody talks about this. Some people will say, hey, you need to niche out. What does that mean? Give me a specific example. How do you do it? How do you like it's easy to say? I just go after these people. Well, okay, well, give me more. Right? So this is me telling you, it starts with figuring out who that avatar is. And if you're brand new, you might go, I don't know who I want to work with. Right? Because you haven't seen all the different areas. So in that instance, I believe it's in your best interest. If you have no idea, if you're kind of like, if you're if you're leaning one way 60-40, Go where that 60 is and try it out. But if you're saying, I just don't know yet, then yeah, you have to go just talk to everybody. And if you can't get yourself out there and you just want to hide behind email, you need to get yourself in social media. You just need to get exposure to files. So in that instance, I prefer that you go and partner with a mentor, which is very hard to find someone. But when you do, it'll pay off immensely. That means you're basically becoming someone's bitch for X number of months to get exposure to their deals, to learn, to understand which type of clients you want to work with. Okay, if already you kind of already know, I'm best suited for this, then that's where you go, and now you've already figured out the avatar, and now we need to go find out where the avatar hangs out, okay? If you want to work in the B world, because you don't want to compete with the banks, and that's sort of the mentality you have, and it's not a mentality of things you should have, but if it's one you have, because um, it just tells me you haven't been trained to overcome the objections people give you from the banks. And there's, like, actual strategic training on how to do that. But if you've got in your head that you want to work with B people, B clients, you go, okay, so is it self-employed people who have a tough time proving their income? Is it credit challenge people who might have equity and in income, but the credit's a mess? Okay, well, who knows those people? Now you know. If you're a like, guy like that, well, who knows those people? Well, banks reject people, so you go and establish relationships with certain lenders, banks. Go and establish relationships with other brokers who don't want to do that. That's probably the first thing I would do. I would go, hey, just because I know me myself, I don't want to do those deals. So I pass them off to someone who's very good at them, and I take a part of the commission. And it's off my plate, and that client gets service better than I could ever do. So if you want to be an expert on the B space, um, this is a thought. You could then reach out to brokers, figure out like, hey, are you folks in the A world? What do you do with your B stuff? Do you bumble through it? Do you pass it off? What do you do there? Can I be that go-to person? And I'll pay a referral fee back, and then you know they're taken care of So that's one way. You could figure out which sort of, um, you know, is it trustees, certain accountants, certain like you just have to figure out who these people are and align yourself with those referral partners. You're not gonna necessarily align yourself with realtors. Because realtors it's a a mix mash of what they get and you just can't tell. But if it is an accountant right deals with self-employed individuals, well there's an if it's a trustee or it's probably another fancy word for someone who deals with like bankruptcy and proposals. Um, There's people with bad credit. I'm just giving you examples. I'm not, I'm not saying that's a good niche to go into, but I know some people doing very well in that niche. It's just not my cup of tea. Um, But there's time involved in doing all this, right? This is, this is kind of like the equivalent of you just going on social media saying, I'm a mortgage broker and hoping people reach out to you and go, Hey, variable rates are going up. All right, thanks. Like what is, I see that everywhere I turn, everywhere I turn. How does that make you different? You need to have a plan. Much like where you're gonna go get leads from, there has to be a plan. Your plan is gonna change, but you gotta start with the plan, you gotta execute the plan, you gotta try the plan out, you gotta find where the holes in the plan are. And the simplest plan that I'm giving you is to sit back and like an exercise of what are the characteristics that of the people that you've already enjoyed working with or you envision yourself working with Build out who that avatar is. You've heard this, then name your avatar, right? Is your avatar named Tom? Well, where do you find more Toms, right? Your whole goal, your whole energy, in everything you're doing when you're surveying the landscape of you walking through the day, and your interactions with people, mentally where you're at, who you see online, if you're just looking for Toms, it's quite crazy what happens. Tom's start popping out of the woodwork. They're easier to identify. It's kind of like when you buy a vehicle and you get like, you know, a black whatever, black Jeep. You know how many black Jeeps you start seeing? The Jeeps have always been there. <laughs> but you didn't recognize them because you were driving, you know, a blue truck. And now you're like, I see black Jeeps all the time. And this happens to me personally. I'm like, oh, yeah, another black Jeep, another black Jeep. No, they installed five of them when I bought them. They were always there. So if you can find out where the Toms are, and that's the persona you start putting out. I want more Toms. I want more Toms. The language you start using in your communication with people, in the content you put out there in the universe, your social media posts, all that energy is going out there towards Toms. Right? It's not just, hey, I work with everybody and very worried are going up. You're like that. Doesn't speak to anybody. If you speak to nobody, no one's no one's gonna hear you. If you try to speak to everyone, instead I'm trying to speak to Tom's. Hey, I help busy f- um, parents save time and money on their mortgage. Right? I'm kind of spitballing here. Now you're speaking to certain people. I help. I help professionals save. I help busy professionals with families save time and money with their mortgage, right? Not saying that's your slogan, but that sort of starts identifying the people you're going after, right? And then they all hang out at certain spots with the same, and they hang out with other Toms. And you just get into a couple of Tom groups and you're good. You find realtors who like working with Toms. So all of your energy is going towards that, okay? But if you're waking up going, where's the business coming from today? Well, you are seriously just another person there, and you're not putting out any vibes to anybody about the people you work with. You're kind of like I work with anyone. Like, you know, I quickly will identify who in my day to day who would be an opportunity for me. And if I see someone that's my avatar, I will go in like like shark, and boom with conviction, and be like, boom, 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 boom. This is what I do. do, 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 do. If I see someone that's not, I don't even go down that path of having that conversation of anything work mortgage related. But if I see that you are my avatar, if you don't know that, it's my avatar is John and Sally Smith. They have a household income of 200000 plus, they have a home that's million dollars, they have a mortgage at four they have got equity.
1: So it doesn't have to be that exact ratio, but they've
0: got equity in their home. And they're pumping money into RESPs, which is a complete waste of time. They're pumping money into RRSPs, which is another waste of money and time. They don't have a retirement plan. There's no pension. Maybe there's one pension between the two of them. They don't really know when they're going to retire. They don't know if they can send their kids to college. They've got this debt equity sitting in their property, and they don't know what to do with it. They kind of know, they don't. They kind of know that investing in real estate makes sense. Most of their net worth is from their principal residence they bought years ago. And they know they want, and they know that real estate long-term does make sense. But they don't know if they can, how to get there. They don't want to be a landlord, all these objections. That's my avatar. John Sally Smith. That's right, John Sally Smith. So, uh, that's the only name I could come up with. Like, Yeah, I know it could have been better and funnier, but no, John Sally. Smith rolls off my tongue easier. So I need John Sexton. So if I come across people who you know, potentially talk mortgage and that, and it's like, yeah, and they're, you know, I'm not, I'm just throwing occupations up there, but I'm saying like, you know, I got the landscapers and the house, who set a lot of trades, guy working the house, and talking, I don't go down that path. I don't even talk about mortgages. I don't, if I hear them, I don't chime in, nothing. But a lot of people ask me, what do you do for a living? I said, you know, I show people how to pay. If I identify you as John and Sally Smith, then I say, hey, I show people how to pay off their mortgage in 10 years or less. Oh, how do you do that? I'm a mortgage broker. We focus on showing people how to buy their first investment property and how by doing that and just holding it for 10 years, an easy peasy property, no maintenance, and they could sell that and pay off the principal residence. And their monthly payments don't even change from day one. Their payments could stay the exact same, most of the time. Oh, okay. Well, um, can I learn more? Yeah, sure. Here, here's a webinar. Go check out this webinar, and and then if some of you want to chat about, like, well, yeah, let's book a call and let's chat. So if I see that you are, if someone else asked me and you are a landscaper, I'm not shitting on that saying, You know where I'm coming from. That's just yeah. You know, I'm in mortgages. Oh, okay, cool. And I kind of I don't go there. But if I see someone who's a John and Sally Smith, because I'm so passionate about what I do, and I know I can help them, and I know they need me more than I need them, that's what I do. But I know where they are. Okay? And then the John and Sally Smiths know many other John and Sally Smiths from work, their circles, their kids hockey practice, their whatever, whatever. right? So I get in there and then work my way through the circle with John and Sally Smith. But now I have a plan. I never had an identity before. I didn't. My goal was just to get in front of realtors and just hope they send me business and service the hell of them. And you'll get there doing that. I promise you will. You will. If you do it right. Just you can get there a hell of a lot quicker and like your career better if you're only working with Tom's. Right? Whoever that Tom is for you. And so if you look back at the last 10 clients you've worked with or the last 20 And I told you to put their name on a list and then we circle the ones that you want to work with and put an extra ones you definitely don't. Like, that's a way of formulating who your avatar client is. So, there's some psychology in here and there's a way to figure this out. Um, But you got to build out that avatar. You got to reverse engineer it. Right? And get very specific about who that person is. And you might be, it's too specific. Well, yeah, you're not looking for Diane with a wooden leg. Right? You're looking for, you got to be a little wider like a little broader on that. Um, But you start, if you are only talking to Toms, there's certain language, there's certain cadence, there's certain respect, there's certain things that those Toms are going to bring and appreciate from you. But if you're trying to be, you know, Tom, Dick, and Harry, something to all those people, they all want different things potentially, have different pain points. You have to be so many things to everybody. But if you can figure out what the Tom's like, and what those points are. So there's a, I'll give you an example. Sorry, I got to do a, a bubbly break here. I'm talking too much. Podcast is almost over by the way. But here's an example. There's a friend of mine. Well, there's an old friend of mine. A young guy, sharp guy, financial advisor. And that's a tough gig, getting into being a financial advisor, especially being young and with a baby face. And, like that's tough, trying to get people to give you money. And so he had a plan. He identified exactly who his avatar was, and he knew exactly how to go get him. Um, And so his avatar was new doctors. Not doctors, new doctors. Why new doctors? Because he was newer, they were newer, so they had that in common. But he would, new doctors have no money. New doctors are gonna have a shit ton of student loan debt. But new doctors' career earnings is gonna be quite substantial what did they, what did he offer early on? He said, "I'll, you know, you're stressed up and out at work or at school and everything for $500 a month. I'll handle all your finances, paying bills, all that, all your mail. They would keep their mail. You'd go pick up the mail, open it up, make sure all their credit cards got paid on time. Make sure, you know, this, this, your phone bills, everything got paid on time. Um, if they needed loans, anything, he would get relationships with the bankers. He would get set up their mortgages at some point, like with, connections with mortgages, and he had to handle everything. So it'd be one point of contact for everything they did financially. Pretty cool, because they're going to come into a bunch of money. And who do you think they trust and love? Him. He was with them from day one. But even more so, I said, why? Like, what's the best thing about doing it? He goes, man, he goes, there's certain language that new doctors use in talking to each other. They have certain pain points about their day that the outside world doesn't really understand. He figured his way in there by talking with them all the time, understanding there's a lot of commonality between other new doctors who, new doctors know new doctors. It's like a club. So when you get in, they just pass your name around like wildfire. To the point where he's not taking on any new clients right now. And I thought this was so cool. So he basically found his Tom, knew where to go get them, And then when he started talking to them on the phone, like that initial call, he knew their pain points. Like, hey, and I know you're studying for the exam, and I know there's like a tax exemption on this student loan with that and that, and so I'll figure I'll help you there, and I'll make sure, like, how crazy is that? I know if I was a new doctor, and that guy came across my plate, boom, 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 I would be like, oh my God, like, please stay here, help me. Because doctors are extremely busy, and they're also very smart people, and they can realize they're not going to grind you on anything either, right? So, pretty cool story, right? Um, to the point where his business is going very, very well right now. He's been doing it probably eight, nine, ten years now. Um, and he's being, now he's extremely selective who he takes on. Whereas before, it was it was still new doctors, but he was sort of like taking on a bunch of people. Um, anyways, I thought that was very, very cool. Um, so, this is me telling you this podcast is over soon because it's a long one. But me telling you, please sit back and try to understand who that avatar is. And that will help with the biggest pain point a majority of mortgage brokers' business, which is lead generation. Okay? All right, that's it. Five texts today, kids. Peace out. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.